This is going to be a lot of fun. Boss Tagalo, he charmed Bruin Nation for four years as a force in the trenches. And now he's got his eyes on the NFL. Excited to have him on the podcast. Boss Tagalo, thanks for coming on. I'm Brian Fenley. How are you doing, man? How is your family doing during this time? Everyone's doing good. Just staying healthy right now. Um, just trying to get this thing over with so we can go back to normal. Absolutely. You can find Boss on Twitter at underscore BT75. I'm on Twitter at Brian Fenley. Boss obviously played on both sides of the ball for UCLA. And I want to start with a question about your childhood. And for a guy like yourself that grew up with so many siblings, what was that like? The oldest of seven. Uh, It was always fun. Uh, Still fun. Um, You know, we're all stuck in the house now together. So it uh, feels like the old days again, finally get to being home. And, um, you know, the house is always crazy. Always all my brothers and sisters, uh, they're still young, too, so I'm the oldest. And, um, you know, they're just always running around the house making mess and everything. So um, it's just fun to get to watch them grow up and everything. So Your first name is not a nickname. This is your name, and it describes the role you have over your siblings. I'm sure over the course of your life, people have asked you countless times, is that really your name? How does that fit your responsibility to the family? Because, look, you are the guy that is the oldest and the role model and all of that. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I think, I, man, ever since I was young, I always had that same question from everybody, so I mean, it was, um, I got the name from my, my dad. It was, his, uh, it was his nickname, actually. So um, his n- nickname was Boss, and, you know, he ended up uh, naming me Boss. So it was just a good deal. And, uh, I mean, it fits me, too. So, I mean, because I'm the oldest, too, I had to make sure that, you know, everything, there's a lot of responsibilities that come with um, being the oldest. And um, just trying to set a good example for my, my younger siblings to follow and then just for them to even do better than I did. So. That you are. Now let's take you to signing day when it was broadcast on national TV. ESPNU was there, and your your close buddy and Devin Asiasi was right next to you. And you you talked about right before you announced the school, and you had that UCLA cap on, and there was still the sticker on it. You could tell it was brand yeah. new. Yeah, no, and, brand new. Yeah, and you 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 looked over at Devin who was sitting next to you and, and really gave him a showing of support saying, thank you for helping me get through rough times as a kid. And, and some of those adversities, what were you able to overcome with Devin's help in the past and, and how you two really developed a special bond? Um, it all started um, just middle school. Uh, first time I met him, uh, we played for the same, uh, uh, you know, youth league team. So, um, that was the first time I met him. I was at, in Pittsburgh, California, uh, for the Junior Pirates organization. So, I mean, first time we've seen each other, uh, kind of the same situation. Uh, both the oldest of, uh, you know, seven kids. Devin got his siblings, and I got mine too. So, we both the oldest. So, I mean, I think it's just kind of fitting that we both, uh, you know, we met in, in middle, two, uh, middle school too. So, we had the same kind of, uh, you know, like same drive and everything for middle school. and wanting to know where we were going to go to high school and stuff. And De La Salle came into the picture and, and everything just worked out from then. And, uh, you know, Devin, uh, he was a, he was a basketball player back then. So, I mean, 
it was just fun just watching him grow and uh, watching both of us grow at the same time. And, you know, it was just good. Um, after we committed, uh, he was in Michigan. I didn't know we were going to uh, link again at UCLA, but uh, when he called and told me he was coming back to L.A., um, it just brought even more comfort to my heart, too, just knowing that he was going to be there. And, uh, you know, just to have that support is always good, having a really close friend uh, that's like a brother uh, to just go through everything with you. And, you know, we've been through through middle school, through high school, and now uh, transit uh, from college and now transitioning to the NFL. So um, just wish the best for both of us and hope everything works out. Both of you are rooting each other along the way, and I'm going to get to everything when it comes to how you're doing as far as getting your body right for the NFL and the preparations. One more question about Devin. You had said that he is the best tight end in the country. Tell me why, because I might agree with you on this one. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things to his game that, um, you know, I don't think a lot of other tight ends could, you know, um, do and perform. And, I mean, I'm no, I've known him since high school. Um, real athletic, uh, real athletic kid. Like, even when he was young, even when we were young, he was dunking in middle school. So, I mean, that just speaks volume to how athletic he is. And, I mean, just watching him grow, um, he blocks. Nobody sees how aggressive he is with his blocks. It's almost like an old lineman stuck in an athletic frame and everything. So, I mean, it's just good. He runs, you know, beautiful routes. Um, he runs really good routes, soft hands. Um, I think he's just a complete tight end. And, um uh, any team that gets him is going to get a, a steal for sure. I feel like that same sentiment could be applied to you. And Boss Tagaloa mm -hmm. is joining us. You can follow him on Twitter at underscore BT75. I'm, I'm on Twitter at Brian Fenley. How is your health right now, Boss? And conditioning-wise, where are you? Mm -hmm. I feel good. Uh, I feel healthier than ever and um, just ready and excited for next week. Um, anything that happens, uh, I'm just leaving it all in God's hands. I trust everything that's going to happen. Um, drafted or undrafted, I feel confident in my abilities. Uh, when I get to, if I get an opportunity, all I need is just a chance to just showcase what I could do and basically just show what I have in me and everything. So, Don't you dare go anywhere. We continue our conversation with Boss Tagaloa right after this. But first, the Locked On NFL Mock Draft special is officially underway. Be sure to check out the Mock Draft every day this week on Locked On NFL. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow Locked On NFL on Spotify. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I look at guys like Darius Pickett. He went undrafted, and he's making a livelihood in the NFL, so it is yeah. so possible from the Bruin community and the brotherhood that is UCLA football to make it happen yeah. either way. Mm -hmm. If you were to dig into the archives of all of your game films from your career at UCLA, mm -hmm. and you had the opportunity to access any film that you when you were on the, uh, on the field, and you 
gave an NFL scout your best work, you said, okay, here is my best game, or here mm -hmm. is my best series, or here is my best quarter to adequately show your best talent, where would you spotlight that particular game? Um, I had to say probably my first year playing center, um, probably USC game. Um, it's just more so just how everything happened. And, um, you know, I'm just looking back at it now, you know, being that that was my first year playing at center and, uh, you know, we haven't had a thousand yard rusher since uh, Paul Perkins, which was like a couple of years before I got there. So uh, I just took great pride in knowing that uh, Josh Kelly, Josh Kelly ran for 289 yards that game. And, I mean, that's just hard to forget and something that you can't really top, especially against a rival uh, like SC. Um, it's just great. It felt great to be a part of that, uh, that history that Josh Kelly made and, um, just going back to back a thousand yard rushers, I think it speaks volume to not only Josh was a great player, but to the whole offense in general and to our offensive line too. So, I mean, that was just probably the most, I think that was the most exciting game and most, um, I don't even know how to put it, but I think that was yeah. the most exciting game for me. Oh, and, and for the fans as well. I mean, to do it, at the Rose Bowl too, and have everybody there. That must have been an incredible feeling. Being incredible. on, I can't even put into words what that must have been like for you. Yeah. And then you have your senior year. Fast forward to to your final year at UCLA. Mm -hmm. And if there was one thing, boss, that you could have done over again your senior year, or, or wish you could have done differently, we're all improving. We're all trying to get better. What is that for you? Um. Man, now that I'm looking back at everything that's going on now, um, just the use of just um, all the resources we have. Uh, if I could go back, uh, I mean, I took all that for granted and everything. And um, now that, uh, you know, I have to use trainers uh, occasionally and find my own trainers and everything until uh, until the, I'm with a team. But probably that that's the main part, just taking uh, more advantage of the resources I had uh you know, we're dealing with uh, different injuries or just body and anything, just taking care of my body more. But um, probably, probably that's the most – I mean, we had the training room there just uh, anytime we needed some or anything was bothering us. And, you know, most of the time, you know, we're young, we're in college and just want to go home and uh, take a nap before we go to class, you know, that long days and everything. So um, that's probably just the main thing, but – um, yeah, that's probably it. I mean, you're young or, you know, you're invincible and, and glad yeah. to hear you're feeling healthy. Now you've played on both sides of the ball. You've had, you know, great work in the trenches on either side and you've been open about, Hey, I'll do whatever it takes to get that opportunity. It doesn't matter where I am as far as where I could see myself at the NFL level. Do you have a preference or how are you going into your approach to the NFL when you know that you have experience on the defensive line and of course the offensive line? Well, I think it just adds value to my name. I think honestly, um, just being able to, you know, show that I, I can play, I'm able to play both sides. Um, anywhere I'm needed, I'm, I'm willing to, you know, take that spot and, you know, thrive in any spot that I'm uh, given a chance to play. So, whether it's a defensive line or a center, 
um, it wouldn't matter. I just want to get a, a shot, an opportunity, and a, and I'll take all those opportunities, whether small or big. Um, just I just can't wait to just finally get back on the field and uh, just basically showcase what we could do, what I could do and to the coaches and everything. Well, we all can't wait to see that. And how have you been able to – keep your body in shape given the limitations that are going on right now you know a lot of gyms are not open and you're having to to find other ways and get creative about how to stay fit um the main thing i mean we have our own little weight room set inside the garage now so i mean that was the biggest thing um just making sure we had a bench and a squat rack that we could use to uh when these gyms are closed and preparing for this time so uh, that's the main thing, and uh, good thing my block is shaped like a it's shaped like a track. So oh, that's <laughs> awesome! Four laps, yeah, four laps around the um, around the block, and you have yourself a mile. So um, it was just pretty good. And then our garage is like right there with the weight room set. So everything just worked out uh, fine, and uh, just able to you know still be able to work out and stay in shape uh, during this time that we had to stay away from the gyms and everything. Plenty more upcoming with Boss when we come back, including what he thinks he can provide to teams that you can't see on tape. That's next year on Locked on Bruins. You've always had an optimistic perspective during your time at UCLA when we all wish there were more wins. We all wish that we could have seen more of that. And mm -hmm. you always kept a very upbeat attitude towards that. When, during your time at UCLA, when Chip Kelly was the head coach, did you see him flash the biggest smile? Um, honestly, I think it's when, uh, probably when Josh Kelly got his offer, um, a scholarship. I think that was the main thing. I, I'm pretty sure, yeah, that was when uh, Chip Kelly came in. So I think that was the biggest thing. Once Josh Kelly got an offer, I think – he brought him up in front of the team and told Josh to break it up and Josh broke it up and Chip told him that he had a scholarship. So I think that was the biggest time. Uh, Chip's very, you know, he's very different. Got a different uh, style of coaching. And, um, you know, a lot of people don't really see his, you know, his other side come out besides the, the man that's on the sideline. So, I mean, uh, Chip's always been good sport, been a good sport and always smiling and everything. And, had a positive attitude, so. It must have been a really fun environment to be in and, and see the smiles on everybody's faces yeah, when, when Joshua Kelly got the offer, which he so deserved, that scholarship. Yeah, yeah definitely. What was the play-by-play -play like when Coach Kelly went to you and said, hey, Devin, we, or excuse me, not Devin, boss, your, your buddy <laughs> Devin was on my mind. Uh, boss, you have been great on the defensive line, but – we want to test you out and try the other side. How did that whole dialogue go between you and Coach Kelly and your family and then you ultimately deciding, yeah, you're right, Coach, I should probably give it a test and go with the offensive line? Uh, yeah, no, it, was, um, it wasn't the easy one. Uh, just, you know, it's in the middle of my college career. Um, I'm thinking the whole offseason, just get ready to come in and play D-line, get my body right and, um, you know, doing D-line drills still. And uh, he pulled me in during the off season before my junior year and told me that um, he thinks that I could play center. So that was the first time I um, that was the first time I got to you know really think about it. And um, you know it took a long time. I went and talked to my dad about it, 
um, talked to both my parents. So uh, we prayed on it um, so many times. And, you know, something in my heart just told me that, um, you know, this was a sign uh, for me to just uh, play offense. I don't know, some was – even when I was getting recruited in uh, in high school, there was always coaches that, you know, always asked me if I snapped the ball before. So um, I just felt like it was a sign. Something was telling me to – Something was telling me to just keep doing it and, um, like, take this chance. I knew it was going to be tough, but, I mean, I I, I knew it was going to be – it was all going to be worth it too. So, I mean, when I took it, it just uh, – everything worked out so far. So, uh, I'm just praying to uh, just finish off and take this football as, as far as I can and, um, you know, just try to be as successful as I can. What do you bring to the table – that you can't see on film um just a selfless uh selfless person i think i um anything you need me uh, the team needs me to do i'm willing to do it uh, no matter what it is um i honestly think just an honest player um i think there's a lot of things that i could do um you know outside of football that uh, helps, um, you know, us as a team, whether it's just team bonding or um, going in and talking to coaches and everything. So uh, I think it's the stuff behind the scenes that really make a player who he is. So, um, you know, I've been working on a lot of stuff like, uh, you know, just offseason stuff and um, training. You know, my, my offensive line coach, um, he really got me prepared for, you know, everything. And he was hard on me. Uh, throughout the, my whole center career. So, and uh, I appreciated that because, um, you know, it's not going to get any easier. So I think preparation is key. Um, I prepare really well. So I'm just trying to transition that into the NFL when I get my chance. So I think that's the main thing, though, just a selfless player, um, great attitude, uh, willing to do anything that help the team. So. NFL scouts, you better be listening to this because these are all the perks of getting boss. And we're excited to figure out where you land because when you get that opportunity, boss, I know you are going to maximize that chance wherever that is. Absolutely, man. And we look forward to staying in touch with you and seeing how that's all going. Bruin Nation is behind you. And look, you're a family man. You're a great teammate. You're a beloved Bruin. Lots of talent. We want to see you succeed. And we can't wait to see what's in your near future with all that is going on at the next level. Boss Tagalo will make his mark. You heard it here. Boss Tagalo will get it done. There's that smile. And, Boss, thanks thank so you. much for coming on, man, and, and giving us an update on how you're doing and how you're approaching the pros. And uh, let's do this again. Let's do this again. Yeah, definitely. Appreciate awesome. you. Oh, absolutely, man. You can follow Boss on Twitter at underscore BT75. Give him a follow. Send him some uh, pleasantries, some <laughs> good advice moving forward, all the good stuff. Give him the good vibes as he gets ready for the next chapter in his life. Man, thank you. I appreciate you, bro.